Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Coming up on this edition of the TV Black Box 101 podcast, we chat to Alex Hayes, surfer, upcoming contestant on Nine's Celebrity Apprentice Australia, and what is dubbed a social media influencer. And let's find out what happens when you don't own a television. Did Alex actually think he was going on another television show when Celebrity Apprentice producers contacted him? It's a funny story. Let's get into it. This is TV Black Box, bringing you the inside goss from the TV industry. Hello, gorgeous people, and welcome to another TV Black Box, a one-on-one podcast. I'm Aaron Ryan. On today's edition, we chat to upcoming contestant on Nine's Celebrity Apprentice Australia, Alex Hayes, which premieres Sunday, the 23rd of May. If you are one of his half a million plus social media followers, you'll know him well. Otherwise, it may be a case of Alex who... Or you might know that he is what is dubbed as a social media influencer. And for some, that term immediately brings a negative connotation to your mind. As an interviewer and as the audience, let's go on a journey together and meet this young man and learn more about this term media influencer. Alex Hayes, thanks for joining me. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to be here. All right. Well, I want to start with some self-reflection. You're more than half a million uh, followers will know you will know why they clicked the follow button for you. But let me ask you why you think they follow you. What attracts them to the Alex Hayes brand? Geez, that's a, a good question to kick it off. I'm not exactly sure because my whole goal with my presence on social media is to inspire people to open their minds to reach their own success. And I guess people might have this urge to follow me because it gives them this feeling of they can achieve whatever they put their mind to. And that's my goal with everything I do is to literally open people's minds to their own success. And I want to have that impact on people that, you know, I can spread the reality of life and the, um, the positivity that can help, you know, some people get out of some negative um, thoughts, I guess, sometimes. And I also just love to do fun stuff and, you know, not take life too seriously because we're all here just to have a good experience. And um, yeah, I just like to showcase my experience. Well, perhaps if you're, you know, you, you put out a lot of positivity and people actually are following you, maybe there's people that are out there that are still looking for hope, you know, hope in this, in this world and that they can strive and do better. So it's awesome. As a um, influencer, you obviously influence others, but uh, who influences Alex Hayes? I find inspiration and I get influenced by, I think, every single person in this world, no matter who I meet, 
I've, I feel like there's something that I can learn through everyone I come across along my journey because there's a bit of, there's a bit of myself and everyone. So it's, it's cool to be able to um, just, I say sponge mode because I love to listen to people's stories and see how much I can learn and relate and just get on a conversation basis. And I do have, you know, the, um, I do have a lot of great inspirations and, and, figures that I look up to you know there's like Wim Hof who's an incredible influence of mine and then there's David Goggins who's inspired me to really push myself out of my comfort zones when it comes to you know exercise and then there's you know there's like surfers I'm inspired by a lot of professional surfers like Kai Lenny um, and mm. even just some of my, my good friends who have been through some some tough times a good friend of mine Oli Dissette he he lost his leg in an accident but he didn't let it stop him from chasing his dreams. And so I have, I have a really good bunch of um, good influences, influences in front of me that I can learn from and, and get inspiration from. Awesome. Um, blonde hair, blue eyes, young, athletic, good looking, positive, a life on the water, a perfect life. Would that sum you up pretty well? Or is there a whole different complex and emotional man behind those happy Instagram pictures and videos? Look, I think no matter who you are, you go through emotions and uh, as blessed as I am to live this incredible life, you know, with all the, with all the highs, there's always the lows, but it's just, um, you know, for myself to gather the understanding that you can't have those highs without those lows because it's, it's the ups and downs of life, the roller coaster. Um, But all in all, I'm just grateful to be here and grateful to do what I love and hang out with the people I love and just be in this moment i guess <laughs> yeah well in preparation for this interview i've watched a lot of uh, videos interviews and articles about you i'll be honest and say that i have seen a lot of i guess surface level stuff about you i mean you love sushi and tacos you love justin bieber and eminem um you've got a great friend i've heard you talk about jay alvarez you know you like surfing um, in, in, in one of your interviews, you said that one of your fears is tomatoes. Is this a deliberate <laughs> strategy to portray the positive guy that loves the ocean? Or is it that you like to keep your, you know, private life private? Or, or do you find it difficult to be vulnerable in the public eye? Um, I'm not sure because I, you know, I, there's no, there's no, not too much strategy behind it, to be completely honest with you. I just share what I feel like sharing. And, um, you know, I do enjoy, enjoy my private life, but also like, I understand that by me being vulnerable, it will help quite a lot of people. There's, there's quite, it's quite often that I, I, um, be vulnerable on my own channels, but I guess just in interviews in, in the past years, the only questions I'm asked are, are about my fear of tomatoes. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I've asked you that question because although you are definitely a positive person that enjoys life and makes the most out of it, I definitely see a lot more behind the sushi and taco, man. Your passion for life and positive mental health, your scars from bullying, um, you have genuine worries and fears, um, you're making positive change, you're being a social media changer rather than a social media influencer. All that's evident if you delve a bit deeper or read between the lines. Do you think you're sort of ready to step out and show the world all of Alex Hayes or as an influencer, is there a pressure on, on maintaining a brand? Oh, look, for sure. I I've kind of just come off like a bit of a two year, I'd say definitely the last year, but maybe even two years of, I've kind of really just 
not made my focus around social media and more so around my personal growth as just a human being. So I, I kind of amassed a bit of a following at a young age. I was in the social eye since I was about 14 and building a follower following from then, it kind of led me to the point of like, I had a following. I, you know, I have all these things that I want to do in this life, but I still just needed to kind of grow up a little bit. You know, I was lucky enough to travel a lot and meet incredible people and have all these incredible experiences, make a bit of money. But I got to this point where I was like, I really need to focus on, you know, my, my direction, my future, my mental health. And, and if I'm preaching about all this stuff and personal growth, I need to really, you know, take my own advice. So I've kind of, it's been quite a weird two years because I have, haven't really focused too much on social media at all, which, which is why there might be that, you know, only a surface level look into, I, you know, the Alex Hayes yeah. um, online, yeah. but I've just been growing and, you know, looking after myself and getting ready to really level up i guess and take take my brand and my personality to the next level in terms of wanting to help other people online and and really be that example rather than just a preacher who doesn't follow what he what he preaches i want to talk to you about um the the bullying at school there are many kids out there who are bullied at school for all sorts of reasons gender sexual orientation weight appearance socioeconomic background culture uh beliefs I look to you as someone that can achieve in, in spite of adversity. I know there would be a whole range of people thinking with you, with your sort of surfy looks and coolness, you would have been the most popular person at school. So, so why is it that you were bullied? Look, it's a question I'll never know the answer to, but in hindsight, I guess, you know, when you go to like an all guys school, um, there's a bit of, I mean, that you're surrounded by a lot of insecurity and there's a lot of ego as well, because, you know, at the end of the day, just a bunch of young kids that don't really know. So, you know, I guess I was just the, the kid that was out there a bit. I was doing nippers. I did singing lessons. Um, I was just kind of trying everything. And um, I guess people would, were, were jealous and I'm not, I'm not really sure. I'll never know the answer as to why people chose to bully me, but it's something that I, I went through and, I wouldn't change it for the world because it's grown my character to, to actually be quite understanding in a lot of situations for other people. And also just to know that I don't really care what other people think. <laughs> like mm. I've been through it all and I've been surrounded by judgment in my whole school life. And so it's just kind of taught me to really not care and only care about my loved ones and to care about my intuition and to really just follow, follow the path. Uh I just want to delve a little bit deeper, though, into this uh, bullying idea. I mean, I, I read online that you were bullied, but that's about it. I mean, what did the actual bullying look like? I mean, was it actual physical or name calling or threats? Yeah, I mean, I was going to a psychologist pretty much every day when I was in high school. Wow. Um, sometimes in and in recess and lunch because it was just a little bit too much sometimes. And although I, I had, you know, friends around too, I was always just kind of like, like the outcast and then I you know at the age when parties were becoming a thing I would often go out and then get chased out by you know groups of people um there was sometimes it was actually quite intense um and it's just some of like things that I never really understood as to why they were happening and you know there was a lot of rumors like when I was young there's just rumors being spread and um, when I was in year five, someone spread a rumor that I wet the bed at school camp and it was just completely out of nowhere. But as a, 
you know, oh. someone in year five, just going into a new school, having that spread about you isn't, isn't good. And it just kind of went from, went from there. And then even, you know, I could list several, several cases of things that happened, but just everything along those lines and just people just wanting to, I don't know. It was just weird. So, so how, I guess, how bad did it get? Was it so bad that, you know, you didn't even want to go to school or you felt lonely or you were scared or maybe even. Depressed? Yeah, that was, that was, that was definitely times that I didn't want to go to school. And I can definitely say there was times that I was quite depressed by it. And um, I'm very lucky to have a good family around me to really push me in the right direction. Um, but I guess it was, it became hardest for me when my way to try deal with it was to be cool. And so I would often get myself into a little bit of trouble at school just to try to be the cool person, you know? And then when it, when I mixed getting in trouble at school, it didn't make my home life very good because my parents are, you know, as they should discipline their child who's, you know, get, getting, get, getting a bit in trouble. And I guess the true meaning behind me doing that was just to try fit in and then, having people bullying me on top of that, it was just a bit of a, a, a weird time of, um, I guess I felt a bit alienated towards everyone, but um, you know, I had a school psychologist there that was awesome. There was a little puppy that I, I used to visit there as well. Oh. Um, yeah, it was, it was awesome. But there was even, there was days I didn't want to go to school at all. Definitely. And having social media come into play as well. I haven't even got to that stage, I guess, cause I was on it from so young, I would post, photos of myself and as a young as a young like 13 14 year old posting photos of themselves a lot of the guys just don't like that at all you know mm. <laughs> especially when social media was starting out there was just a lot of cyberbullying. that was when it got really bad I remember yeah. at one point a very long time ago there was actually a Facebook page um saying Alex Hayes should go kill himself oh. and um I was like 14 at the time so having and and it got thousands of I've <laughs> got thousands of likes believe it or not and it's just a lot of things like that, that, you know, I guess I was just that one person that in that stage of social media that people could take all the stuff out on. Look, I ask these questions um, because for many, our, our past is what leads us to becoming who we are today. Do you think it was just like a bad time for you and you've moved on or is the stuff that sort of happened to you, um, that rough time actually influences what you're doing now with social media? Um, I've definitely grown through it. And, you know, as I said earlier on in the interview, it was I kind of took some time, you know, as soon as I left school, I was blessed to be able to travel and have all these crazy experiences and grow the following, start making money and having my own freedom and independence to do whatever I wanted. So I, I lived the life straight after school. So it was such a weird contrast of like, my, I never really liked school too much and then going over and living my dream life because I kind of spent a lot of time in Los Angeles. Um, and then it got to the point where I was like, hang on, I need to, I need to kind of figure out my, my foundations again. So I've just spent the last few years really just working on myself. And I guess that does come into play today because I understand people that can go through, you know, social adversities and I want to be able to help influence people to get through it and, um, almost use it as a bit of fuel to just be better and and um, become a strong character. I, uh, I I watched your Alex Hayes reborn video on YouTube and and some of your other content. I think the the lyrics to the music are very deliberate. If I'm right, the reborn video is amazing. There's a lot more 
you know, it's a lot more than a, than a pretty surfer from Sydney trying to get more views on YouTube. You seem to put these videos out and keep the message behind them, I guess, pretty subtle and quiet. I mean, do you want the videos to speak for themselves or do you find it actually difficult to verbalize or, or talk about the meanings of these videos? I just, I got to the point where I realized that I didn't like getting told what to do, but I liked to come up with my own ideas from the seeds that were planted through ways of life. So I guess my whole way of trying to push this positive message is to really plant the seeds because I want the viewer to come up with their own idea about how they can make their life better rather than just me telling people all this stuff. It's like, it, it gets boring. So I guess it's like, how can I just be a step in thought towards someone making better decisions for their life? And maybe being subtle is the best way to do it because I know that that's, you know, how I learn best is when I'm getting ideas through the inspiration from my environment um, rather than just being told, you know? Mm -hmm. I've seen a couple of um, articles and videos over the last couple of years where you talk about some massive highs and some really low lows. And from what I've read, you talk about the highs, but never actually expand on, on what those lows are. Do, do you feel, would you feel comfortable talking about, you know, maybe one or two of these lows or, um, or you know, to help, I guess, with the, I guess, from learning from that and, and how that, brings you out to be you know positive and all that sort of stuff are you are you are you happy to talk about those kind of things because I, I haven't really seen too too much you know you talking about that yeah of course I mean I you know the the bullying in school was it was definitely really hard because it was over a long period of time and just different there was just different phases of it um mixed with a lot of injuries I've had I've you know spent a lot of time being injured and as, as an eight as an ADHD kid just wanting to do a lot of activities being injured was quite difficult, yeah. but every injury had a, a great meaning. And I know there's, there's been major points of, of sadness in my life. I lost a really close friend to suicide um, a couple of years ago out of nowhere. And, and that really, that was a real um, eye opener for me. And that was when I really decided to kind of take a break off social, not, not a break, but just not make social media my focus and make yeah. my, my personal wellbeing um, a priority. Um, because it's just realizing that it never discriminates, you know, you, you gotta, you gotta take these steps, positive steps to, to focus on your mental health rather than just letting it become the problem and then trying to figure it out. It's just being proactive with, you know, always doing the steps daily, like meditation, exercise to really keep that good, good mindset on, on all the time. And, but when, when my friend passed, it was just, it, really like hit home because it was just so out of nowhere and so unexpected. And um, I guess I just wanted to try anything I could to just make that not as common in the future because it's a problem in today's day and age suicide. And we all have such a powerful voice to be able to speak up and inspire people to speak up and just be the support system for those in need and to really just try tackle tackle the issue. Well, there's a lot of young people out there dealing with bullying and depression and uh, suicidal ideation, anxiety, and living their own lows in life. And I, I know many consider you to be a role model. Do you understand, you know, like really understand that you are a role model to, to some young people out there? 
Um, I, I I do understand, and I'm I'm very grateful, and um, it's to be in this position. It's like, it's you know, I, I don't want to say overwhelming because I I love the idea that I can actually help people, but you know, sometimes I I you know can question things that I do because I do want to be that role model. I do want to be that example. Um, but I also want to live life, and you know, I I am also young, so it's just trying to not too much pressure trying to trying to not put too much pressure on myself at all and to just take take every day as it is and if there's things that I think can help people I will definitely share it because that's my why behind everything it's to inspire people to live daily essentially yeah I, uh, I'm just going to touch on this briefly um you dated YouTube star Eva I don't even know how to pronounce her last name Gutowski I, I guess it is um it was a, yeah. it was a pretty public breakup um in which she accused you of basically um, dating her to get more followers. Now, I'm not going to go for the low blow and ask you if you did date her because of her followers or anything like that. But I did want to ask um, about a breakup in general that's in the public domain. What Was it hard yeah. for you to, to deal with something that is so private, being so public? Well, yeah, that was another thing that really hit me into a low point because having someone with millions and millions of followers post something so private up there and not necessarily true at all, but having all of their fans attack me was quite, it was quite a difficult time as well because people don't even know the real story yet. They're so quick to judge. And I think public breakups are just dirty in general, no matter who you are. So it's, um, it's one of those things I, I, I would never have, have done something like that in return um, because, you know, breakups are hard as it is having the public opinion never, never helps at all um yeah that was a bit of a difficult time but yeah it was it was growing it was character building it it was just another lesson of dealing with online opinions and having it not affect me yeah I I see very very little online about you about dating since then um which is surprisingly for you know a young surfer guy in Sydney that's got a lot of followers. Have you been single for a couple of years, or or, or are you just now super private about your love life? Um, no, I've been single. I've had a couple. I've had like one or two little little things since then. That was about four years ago. Jeez, that time flies. Yeah. But to be honest, if I'm being completely honest, it's just I'm at a point in my life where I'm not searching. I'm really just on this journey of, of self improvement and, and I'm trying to build a life for myself and be the best person I can be. And it involves a lot of time and a lot of focus. Mm. And until, you know, I'm always open to anything always, but I'm just not searching. And so, you know, it would be unfair for me to get into a, a relationship at this point if it didn't feel right, because I wouldn't one give the right amount of time as, and respect that the person I'd see deserves. Cause I'm just, I'm just, trying to grow up as well you know I, I think it's just a little I'm a little bit young and I just got a lot of growing to do yeah there, there'd be many that would argue that um like from the previous question um that if you that if you accept and want fame then you would surely expect your entire life to be in the spotlight I mean celebrity gossip is what sells newspapers and online content are you trying to keep your private life private for as long as possible, but know that the more you get famous, then the more will become public. Or do you actually genuinely think that um, celebrities should be entitled to a private life? Um, it's a good question. I'm not really 
Sure. I look, it, I, I just don't really think about it too much. I just, if it happens, it happens. And I will answer any question anyone asks, you know, I'm, I'm not in this life to hide. I'm in this life to, to show myself and to, to really just, you know, I guess not overthink it and just I'm living, I'm living my life. And so if people want to know more, they can, I guess, I'm, I, yeah. I don't know. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Well, well, let's get a, a bit lighter now. Anyone watching or viewing your content would absolutely say that you're a positive person. You must hear the word positive all the time. What, what, what keeps you motivated to be positive? I mean, the world's been through a lot in the last 12 months with the pandemic. And although I know you appreciate that pain, you do find opportunities to find the positive things within that. How, how do you do that? Um, I think meditation is something that really helps me. Um, it gains perspective in any situation and it, it adds that extra bit of presence to not let let my thoughts whether they're negative or positive affect my actions and so just being around great people and having a good you know set of um steps in my life that really help bring that positive thought you know i enjoy surfing i'm a i'm a massive surfer i love training i love to work out i love to um you know Jesus, so many things I love. Yeah. I love to eat sushi and tacos, as you said. <laughs> um, <laughs> but I guess the, the overall perspective of I get to live this life. I get to do all these things. It's not I have to. It's that I get to. And the opportunities that I have every single day, I, I'm grateful. And I just am so excited to be able to take up these opportunities and be positive about it and hopefully just leave this world a better place than when I came here. Well, let's talk about one of those opportunities. You were uh, the Celebrity Apprentice Australia. How, how did that come about? Yeah, that was out of nowhere. I just got an email one day and I just saw it was, you know, Channel 9 and there's this show and I was like, oh, okay, I, I actually don't really watch TV at all. So it's just, a, it's a whole bit of, it's a whole different, um, whole different world for me. So I had originally thought Celebrity Apprentice was the block because I thought Apprentice was like, <laughs> was the building show. So I, I agreed to this show thinking that Celebrity Apprentice was the building show. And I was like, you know what, screw it. I'm going to go and build some stuff and maybe have a good experience and just see what happens. Because I never want to face down to a challenge. I, I want to consistently always push myself out of my comfort zone. And it was just an opportunity. And I saw it and I was like, screw it. Let's get, let's get the tools. Let's get the tool belt on give it a crack and then my manager actually told me what the show was about and I was really to be honest I was very very excited to hear that I wasn't going to be building anything um and be put into this business situation it was great because it it um it inspired me to learn a little bit more about the business world and also the tv world 
You, you do realise you've given me my promo. Alex Hayes thought he was going to be on the blog, but ended up on Celebrity Apprentice Australia. I know. It's one of those. I mean, I didn't even have a TV, so I, I didn't even know how oh, really? to watch the show. Yeah, I just, I don't know. I, I try to spend most of my time outside or um, I watched a bit of TV growing up, but it's just, it was, I'd moved into my own place alone at the start of the year. And it's just one of those things where I was like, I don't really need it. And so... Yeah, it's, I don't really, I don't, I don't even know how I'm going to watch it. I'll probably go to a mate's house. That's quite, quite interesting, really. You know, when someone thinks of someone being a social media influencer, I think they'd be all, all over the TV shows and entertainment, all that kind of stuff. You don't even have a TV. That's actually quite interesting. Um, look, I've watched the first episode. Um, the laughing, smiling, positive Alex Hayes was uh, certainly not around in that boardroom with Lord Alan Sugar. Man, that guy is intense. Was he as intense in person as what we see on the screen? Um, I think what you see on the screen is, is kind of what you get as well. You know, it was quite a real situation. So yeah, he's, he's a, he is who he is and that's, that's why he, he is where he is. Yeah. Does he keep that persona offered on camera or when the camera stopped rolling, rolling, he's sort of laughing and joking with the car. So I mean, I, I felt so uncomfortable for you in the cast. He, he, I just, when you watch it, I mean, I know there's editing involved, but he, he, he's one full-on guy. Yeah, very intense. I mean, there is the, the on and off element for when the cameras are rolling, but most of the time it, it, it is what it is, to, to be honest. Did you, um, did you build a rapport with anyone in particular with the cast that you, you might still keep in contact with? I've kept in contact with most of them to be honest I mean the the Veronicas are incredible humans and they're they're so beautiful and we've we've kept in touch and David Jennett is incredible he's he's a great guy or at least I think I haven't seen the show yet so we'll see what he says about me yeah (laughs) Um, but Shane watch Sunday's episode first (laughs) yeah I know yeah no I still I still love the guy he's incredible so yeah I'm, I'm I'm he did tell me he's like Alex, be ready. And I'm like, oh, shit. But no, nah, Shayna Blaze is also incredible. She's always so, so nice. Olivia Vivian. Um, Martha also. You know, we've, we all keep in, in contact, our little team. And also, you know, our members of the other team as well. Yeah. I, I could only imagine, like, going into this, this being a, you know, a television learning curve. Was, was filming sort of what was in your mind as expected or, or was it a lot different than what you imagined? It was long days. And that was, I didn't realize it was going to be, you know, that long of a day, but it was really fun. And I really enjoyed it because I love being put in, in the deep end and just really having to, you know, just su- swim and get through it. And it was just a lot, a lot of fun. Um, I think having cameras on 24 seven was also quite a cool experience you know just knowing yeah. that there's always something on you but I'm, I'm kind of used to cameras because of my previous history on YouTube you know spending many many years creating content on YouTube um, but yeah just just the, just a different you know it's like traditional versus modern media I guess. For, for people that have never watched the the Celebrity Apprentice what's the basic premise of the show um, what's it about and, and how does each episode work? So long story short, you're given a business task or you're given a task that involves making money. And so then you have two teams and then in your team, you elect 
positions, you know, like you'll have the, the project manager, you'll have, you know, people doing their certain tasks delegated. And then, you know, it's the two groups just have to make as, as much money as they can um, in this challenge given. And then whoever wins, all that money goes to charity. So it's also a really, really cool initiative by Celebrity Apprentice to involve um, the charity in, into it because it, it's another opportunity just to help and spread a message of positivity and, yeah, just, just helping. Um, so it's like it's not just making money for no reason. It's going all going to a good cause. Yeah, for sure. Did, did you in, enjoy this experience and go with the flow or, or when you're in a challenge, is it actually really full on competitive between everyone? It wasn't, I didn't feel any competitiveness in the team throughout the challenge at all. I just think I just took it. However, it, you know, I, I just wanted to do what I was told. I wanted to say, you know, actually David Janet told me before at you know start of the show because he obviously you know could tell that I didn't you know know too much about the tv industry and he just goes mate the worst thing you could do is sit down and watch the show and think of all the things you could have said and I just thought that was great advice because you know I might have maybe held back on a lot of situations but you know I was like screw it I'm in this moment. I've got this chance. I'm going to say whatever comes to my mind. It, you know, I'm ADHD, yeah. so it might get me in trouble. It might not make sense or regardless, it's going to be funny, but I'm just going to take it minute by minute and, and react to whatever happens. Yeah. Um, I guess a little small question with the show after anyone is someone is eliminated. Um, is that the end of the process um, or the end of the person on the show or do the celebrities come that you know that are fired throughout the show do they come back later in the show for the finale or once once the person's fired they're fired can't answer that <laughs> fair enough <laughs> um do, do, do you get to do you get a brief before you meet the celebrities before you go in just so, so so in case you you know you don't know who they are and then you or or do you just meet them organically and and work out who they are naturally yeah i had no idea i i remember just going in into the you know the room where everyone met for the first time and I actually didn't really know anyone at all apart from just a, a very select few and just learning you know I, it took me a day to remember everyone's names yeah um, so it was yeah no I didn't get told anything oh wow um Look, there's a lot of reality shows out there, you know, like Dancing with the Stars, SAS Australia, I'm a Celebrity, Get Me Out of Here, The Masked Singer. What, what, what kind of show would, would interest you if you were going to go on a, um, a reality show again? I would love to do something that pushes me um, physically and mentally. So I really, really liked the SAS show. I thought that was yeah. awesome. Um, you know, I, I, would, I would definitely give, give that a try in the future. But... To be honest, I'm not thinking too much about it. I'm just, if, if something comes up, I'll always be open to it and just accept it and see, see where, see, I'm just got to see how this show go, goes first. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Look, look, moving forward now, you're sort of in athlete mode. Uh, tell me about the upcoming triathlon. I think that most people would think that you're, you know, you're pretty fit, but I, I didn't see a 20 kilometer swim, swim coming. You must be really fit. Um, 
I've I grew up doing surf lifesaving and you know very grateful I did because it taught me you know skills in the ocean and then also how to save a life if necessary if you need to um so surf lifesaving I guess built that fundamental fitness in my life and you know doing swimming squads every morning when I was in school um I guess I actually have spent the past year with two shoulder injuries I did two AC joint like an AC joint in both shoulders at different times so only the past four months have I actually been able to start surfing again and getting back into exercise and so I just did my third triathlon on the weekend and I've got one this weekend my fourth one and then and then next week is when I'm doing the 20 kilometer swim or, you know, I haven't really been at the maximum training schedule as, you know, some, as most probably would for races like this, but I just believe that I can do it. And I want to show that the mind is way more powerful than anything. Um, if you believe you can do it, you can achieve it. And so I'm just been, been training as much as I can, you know, also with the rehab, with the shoulder injuries, Hmm. I'm, I'm looking forward to it because I, I don't know I'm, I'm a little bit nervous because I do have the the potential of my shoulder shoulders pop, popping out or something bad happening Ow. throughout the swim but no I think it I think it'll be okay I'm just I'm just doing it for fun and I love to push limits well you've been about promoting healthy lifestyle and and focusing on mental health what, what content or projects do you do you have coming up um you know that that focus on these or or have you not got anything quite set yet no I've, I've been filming everything in my life for the past two years pretty much but I just haven't really been distributing it you know I, I kind of just wanted to still document my life but maybe not necessarily show it day by day because I, that's what I was doing for a very long time I would do daily vlogs on YouTube where I'd do activities throughout the day then edit it that night and you know I'd be full on every single day and as, as fun as it was I kind of crashed out a little bit. And so I was like, okay, I'm going to live life for two years, pretty much do, I've got two years of content that I'm sitting on. So I'm, I'm going to start distributing it. Um, I want to create like some sort of series. I'm not exactly sure yet, but I'm sitting on a lot of gold. So I'm just trying to figure out how to actually um, get it out there. Well, in terms of that healthy lifestyle, I'm, I'm gathering you're not just talking about diet and fitness. Is this a holistic approach such as mental, emotional, physical, maybe even financial or even spiritual? I mean, is it holistic? Yeah, 100%. I, I want to I bring everything into it. It's just, um, you know, the mind that, you know, you, you, the mind and body is such a precious vehicle that we've been given pretty much. And so anything I can do that will help people look after that. Um, I'm stoked. And I just want to also just do it for myself. You know, I want to be the best I can be physically and I want to continually push myself and um, have that mind control and and discipline to achieve my goals. Mm. Um, As we're sort of getting towards the end now, um, some people hate the term social media influencer because in some people's mind that just brings up the the idea about someone that has in inverted commas, no real job. They have a fabulous and rich life, getting famous from riding jet skis and jumping in pools. Is it annoying that, that people use that term and meaning in that way? Because I, I mean, I've delved a little bit deeper. This is why we've had this conversation today. I see you really as a social media changer. 
um, not a social media influencer, influencer, and and changing the idea of of the negativity of social media and using the platform and saying this this platform can be used for positivity and community um, rather than just promoting yourself is is I mean, do you feel a bit annoyed sometimes put into that group that's just called social media influencers because there are there are some really annoying social media influencers. <laughs> yeah, look, I, I completely understand where you're coming from. And, you know, there's, I'm, you know, I can never be annoyed at, at people to think the way they think because it's how they think. But I guess I just want to, I just want to spread the message and I'm not really in this for myself. I, I'm in it to really just try promote, promote the purpose. And I, I went through my years when I was younger to really just, you know, post photos of myself and really keep it on that shallow level. But I understand that social media is such an incredible opportunity to build a community and build a, um, build a platform that can really make a positive change in this world. And it's something that I truly believe in and to have a documentation of my life as well in chronological order um, with my journey of, of growth and being able to, you know, highlight the highs, highlight the lows, highlight the mistakes, highlight the comeback, highlight literally everything that happens to then, you know, be that example. So then other people can really open their mind to their own success and, and to live every single day to the fullest. I, I want to give you some uh, feedback. Um, you know, when I chat to uh, networks about celebrities that I might interview, it's usually quite straightforward. You know, what time is this person available? How long Will the interview be what what might be the focus of the interview but with you i can say you actually really made an impression on summit nine um you've been described as engaging a great head on your shoulders living his best and, and a positive life you actually certainly made uh, an impression on on some of the team at nine i'm sure they won't mind me saying that um do, do, did you realize you made such a positive impression on on i, I suppose the cast and the team and and publicity and the people at nine oh i mean i've got a massive smile on my face and my heart's warm I'm, i feel full after that <laughs> no i mean i just wanted to go in there and really just be myself and you know i i love people i i genuinely really love people and so i love having conversations and getting to know people and getting to understand people and i guess just being in that environment with a lot of really cool people i guess i just I don't know. I'm I'm grateful to hear that they they said that. It's very kind. Um, but yeah, I'm not sure. I just I just went on there to try be myself. Yeah. So I guess I I asked this question before. I guess you've answered it. But I was going to ask what what can you what can we expect for you over the next few months and years? So this um this is getting the stuff that you've already pre-recorded and getting that out at the moment. That's that's your focus, isn't it? Yeah, well, there's that. There's the content side of my life. There's, you know, I've I've got a lot of content, um, you know, stacked up. But also another thing that I've been working on deeply the past few years is my music. I'm releasing um, music in about four weeks. Um, I've got about ten songs that are ready to go, but I've just been waiting. And and it's just a whole different approach to the music industry and to build that um, artist brand. It's something I'm really excited because it's a new journey. It's a new venture. I'm very inspired. Um, so I'm very excited to, you know, release music and then throw some 
them through some shows that I'll DJ, um, maybe some festivals, um, as well as my my brand, The Daily Living. I really want to grow that. I've kind of had a bit of a um, couple months off, but just been re- re- rebuilding the foundation. So it's all very, very exciting to, to um, build that brand because that brand's all about inspiring people to live daily. It's such a simple message, but it's so impactful because, you know, today, you know, tomorrow's never guaranteed. Today's all we ever have. So, you, you know, you got to make the most of it. Um, as well as I've got, I've got a, um, a seltzer company that it's also really exciting. It's an, it's an alcohol, a new alcohol that's come to Australia last year. Um, although I'm, you know, I went, I actually did a sober stint a couple of years ago. I went a year and a half with no alcohol and, wow. and no coffee as well. So I spent my 21st birthday sober. Um, oh, but then, wow. you know, at the start of last year, you know, COVID, you know, kind of dabbled back into it. And I just wanted to find this healthy alternative, I guess. Um, you know, I can't really say healthy because alcohol is not healthy, but something in the middle where it's like low percentage of alcohol, low percentage calories and seltzers were just the perfect alcohol for that. And so to be involved with, um, a, you know, a, an alcohol company that doesn't have all the bad stuff in it, I guess, yeah. is the happy medium that I'm happy to be a part of. Can I quickly ask, um, go back, you know, you're talking about your music. Are you talking about just like beats or instrumental type music? Or are you actually talking about singing? Because I, I remember in a, a Q&A that you did that you actually weren't uh, very confident about singing. I think you said that your brother was, 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 was better than you at singing or something. Yeah, no, my, my brother's an incredible singer. He's an incredible musician. Um, but no, no, no. So the type of music that, that's starting this journey is actually just the um, electronic but it's, you know, I will get to that point. It's just building the image as a producer because I've just been producing the past few years. Um, and, you know, DJing is also really fun. I really love the idea of being um, the energy in the room that brings other people's energies up. And and DJing is, is a, another classic opportunity to be able to bring that vibe up and, you know, bring the positive energy. Um, but also I just love the idea of producing my own music to my own videos to just have the full circle to be able to tell stories yeah. and um, to just have uh, the opportunity to do that excites me. And, and music is, I know it, music never dies. You know, the music always is there and it'll be there for the rest of our lives. So to be able to create with no limits in the music sense is very cool. That's awesome. All right, here we are. The final question. Uh, we've, we've talked about a lot of this podcast, some, some tough, I've, I've, I have asked you some tough questions and, and, and delved a little deeper. So I, I know you have answered this in various questions, but we're summing things up now. We, we now know there is more to Alex Hayes than surfing and, and just being a social media influencer. So if we were to start this interview all over again, and I said to you, who is Alex Hayes? What would you say? My first instinct is just a human being, and that's that's as simple as it is, I guess. You know, I'm just here ha- living a human experience and I guess sharing it with a, a bunch of other humans living their human, human experience, and I'm just trying to make it a really good one, and I'm trying to make mine a really good experience, and I'm trying to make everyone around me a really good experience um, for their own selves, and that's that's just how I see it. Fantastic. Alex Hayes, thank you so much for your honesty and humbleness. I I, I... 
I truly hope that the audience got a glimpse behind the smile and, and can truly see what you're trying to achieve. Um, you're an awesome young man, a great role model um, and have a fantastic attitude. Good luck with, with, with whatever comes next and, and the content that's coming. And, and thank you so much again. Thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate your time. Alex Hayes can be seen on The Celebrity Apprentice Australia beginning Sunday the 23rd of May on Channel 9. It will air Sundays to Tuesdays. You, of course, can add him via social media because I'm sure he'll take even more followers. Hopefully, as <laughs> <laughs> hopefully as the audience who we've uh, learned and grown together um, about the whole area of social media influences and how not each person fits that stereotypical title. Alex Hayes is an awesome young man um, who strives to make real positive change in our community. Well, that's it for this podcast. You can catch all the latest news and exclusives on tvblackbox.com.au and the Ange Robin Robbo Show on all the socials, 8pm Thursdays, Australian Eastern Standard Time. Until next time, look after yourselves and bye for now. Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much, but when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you.